Welcome to the Money and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Nelson. My mission to empower millennial couples to make money moves that won't just improve your financial health, but strengthen your marriage as well. In this podcast, I share stories, tips, and tricks, both from my experience as a certified financial planner and from my own marriage, to help you and your spouse kick financial anxiety to the curb and use your money to create the lives you love together. Let's get started. So we are just a few weeks away from the release of my first book, Marriage Centered Money, which is coming out on September the 8th. And, you know, one of the questions I get from time to time and quite frequently as I've gone through the revision and uh, publishing process here is why in the world am I writing a book? Why, why, I'm, not, I'm not a writer. I'm not a great writer. I'm wordy. We had to do a ton of editing and revisions to, to turn into a really quality product, which we did, but it was hard for me. Uh, you know, why, why am I the math nerd financial planner guy writing a book? And... To, to fully answer that question, I have to tell you a story that goes back to September, August or September of 2020, which was a couple months before I launched this podcast, um, about six months before I launched my, my, my course, The Marriage Money Blueprint, and you know, before I, I had started the writing process of this book, to kind of share a little bit about how I, I, I went down this road. You know, I, I ended up deciding to be kind of the quote-unquote financial planner for couples with who are trying to figure out how to handle money dynamics in their relationship, you know, in part because of the experiences I've seen my client, my engaged and newlywed clients have since I started my firm back in 2016, and partially because of my own personal story about facing difficult financial decisions and having a hard time coming to a consensus, prioritizing the right things with my spouse that I, you know, I told that story back in episode two. Um, and that was how I ended up going down this process of, of working with couples dynamics around money, but why a book? And, you know, in, in, again, I can't remember if it was August or September of 2020, you know, I remember going, scrolling through late one night, um, a financial planning forum that I'm a part of, you know, I'm a part of a bunch of different financial planning, uh, networking groups and, you know, we collaborate on things. People go to mass, private message boards, ask questions, we chime in with responses, and, and I happened to be scrolling through and getting caught up with what was going on. And my favorite, and I would argue that the best group of the bunch, I consider the people in this group to be the best group of financial planners in the country, frankly. And there, there was this, a financial planner who, who reached out to ask how to handle a situation with a potential client who had reached out to them. And you know, the, the long, long story short, it was a husband and wife came into this meeting um, the wife immediately broke down and cried because um, she she really wanted to quit her job. She was burned out. She was in a toxic work environment, like wanted to quit her job, take a couple months to regroup um, in late 2020 to, um, to, you know, to, to, to regroup and find a, a good job that was the right fit for her. But she, she needed a break. She just flat out needed a break. And um, the husband was furious with her for this, right? You know, the, the, they... She, they, they didn't think that, uh, I'm sorry, he didn't think that they could afford it, um, had a lot of you know, financial concerns about her quitting her job without a new one, without, without having a new one lined up. Um, it became pretty clear to the financial planner that they really could afford it, that their financial situation was such that they could go down to one income for a lot longer than they were 
kind of planning for, you know, planning to have thought that the wife got her way. Um, and so like the, the financial piece was okay, right? That, you know, like if, if the wife needed to pivot, quit her job for a little bit, take a break, um, as long as they, you know, made some adjustments as, as needed and paid attention to their cash flow and like a little long, like long story short to, you know, the, the person who, the financial planner who made this post in this private forum, you know, in, encouraged them to be prudent about the, about the way they handled it, but like reassured them that this really was okay. And the husband was, was really defensive and scared and, um, it caused the wife to get more upset. It, like it just, it, it became a big fight in this initial client meeting that this financial planner had and she didn't know how to handle it. So she, she turned to the group and asked for help. And, and look, right. Like that's a really challenging conversation to have where the, there's a lot of emotions at play. I, I know I've had at least half a dozen of those conversations about that exact same scenario um, since the start of the COVID pandemic. Like it, it, it happens all the time and, and, it, and it's a really delicate situation to, to handle. There are real, money and marriage issues that need to be addressed when you have two couples who have two separate fears and um, you know, really intense feelings about a financial decision that, you know, all, all of a sudden, right, we're not just tying up the dollars and cents. There's all sorts of other stuff that's being pulled in. It's a really challenging situation to handle and it should be handled carefully. Um, what frustrated me though, and what really um, was problematic in my eyes is the, the tone of the group's responses to this scenario. Um, you know, how many, how many really good financial planners were critical of this couple? Um, the husband in particular, because he was the probably the more problematic of the two, but just the, the be critical comments, sarcastic comments, even kind of nasty comments about like not wanting to work with the two of them and not wanting to deal with this situation, right? And one, one person flat out, said like, I would absolutely 100% work with the wife after she get, inevitably gets divorced. Um, you know, never want to work with a client who thought like that and move on. They're not worth your time. There are red flags all over the situation. Don't work with them. Like comment after comment after comment like that. And like, it, it was disgusting. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm reading the responses thinking to myself, look, you know, these people have nowhere to go nowhere to go to get help. Like this is the, again, this is the best group of financial planners in the country. Um, the person, I, I know the person who, who made the, the post, like really good financial planner was trying her best to help them. And, you know, she reaches out to ask, how do I help these people? And almost every single person is either being dismissive or crass or rude in talking about the situation. Like this is a really common problem to have, but it's not a hopeless one. And it's, and it's not an inevitability. Right. And first of all, it wasn't, you know, the, the couple who were having this fight. It's not their fault that they're fighting about money and they don't know how to make this decision together. They, they were never taught that. Right. You know, each of them, particularly the husband, if I had to um, pick a side here, I, I typically don't pick sides in these types of conversations. But, you know, like the, the way that he was described as having this conversation was, was was challenging. But, you know, both of them like could be doing things differently in that situation. There are a number of different options that could potentially be reached there, but like they didn't know how to come to a consensus. They didn't know the process to follow, to, to, to find common ground and, you know, address not just the financial decision at hand, but the underlying emotions that are, that are driving it. They, they just didn't know that. And frankly, most financial planners I talk to don't either. Right. Um, 
most financial planners don't know how to customize advice for, for couples specific money habits. And that really ultimately is the reason why I'm writing this book, right? Is because I, I see that, uh, you know, the, the, the way that you and your spouse make financial decisions might be different than the way other spouses ap- approach things, right? We need to find the right strategies to, to use for your specific dynamics as a family. And, and, and most financial planners that I find, right, either tend to give one size fits all advice that kind of ignores those specific differences or Right, treats those like couples dynamics and money arguments as, as third rail type issues to be avoided at all at all costs. Like it just like there's there's not a good place for people struggling with these types of things to go. And so then the, the, the natural next step would be to, to 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 think that maybe marriage counseling is the right answer. And yeah, it could very well be the case that working with a marriage counselor would have been really helpful for that couple. But the problem. I find with marriage counseling and money really is twofold. First and foremost, I, I, in the, the marriage counselors that I, I talk to and network with and have even worked with in the past, I find that like, they're very backward looking often. Um, marriage counseling is really, really, really good and important. If you have trauma in your history or you know, really concrete, acute issues to, to deal with in the, in the, that have happened in the past that you're dealing with the ramifications for now. Like it, it, it's important to, to look back and, and address the, those things in that context, but, but don't get stuck looking backward and constantly going back to what happened. I, I, I have found like in my own experience that marriage counselors tend to be very backward looking in a way that um, I find it can be really, really helpful, like I said, in the right circumstances, but but in, in this particular case, for this particular couple that um, that, that went to the this other financial planner that I was talking about, like I, I suspected that they needed something to help propel them forward. That was more forward-looking. Well, maybe dealing with some of the some of the emotions behind it. So that, that's the first challenge. And first of all, like, or I'm, I'm sorry. And second of all, most therapists and marriage counselors aren't very good at talking about money topics specifically, right? Um, and there, there's been study after study, and I talk about a few of them in the book that that show pretty clearly that, that money is just not a subject that that's um, talked about very well in many marriage counseling sessions. Like it just it it, it, it tends to be the last taboo in the the psychiatry fields and the therapeutic fields. Like you know, and I'm, I'm generalizing a little bit, but there's enough evidence to back that up that. It just, it, it, it again leaves me feeling like the, this couple had nowhere to go. If, if, if most of the financial planning world isn't interested or isn't equipped to deal with their, their, their problems in marriage counseling, you might not be the right fit either. Like something else, there needs to be something else to help them. And that ultimately is why I wrote this book. I ended up really writing this book because of this couple who I have no idea who they are and I've never met. Um, as silly as that sounds, I started, um, started you know, kind of re, reworking on um, an outline shortly thereafter. I actually started kind of outlining a book about something totally different a couple of years back that I never got. It just wasn't good enough for me to finish, uh, although I did pull in the best parts um, into this book. But, you know, it was shortly after seeing that conversation that I, I, I really dialed in and um, started putting the book together piece by piece. So ultimately at the end of the day, like, again, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a professional writer. I'm not intending to write 10 books over the course of my life. Like I wanted to write this book because 
these problems are real. They're very common. They're more common than you think. And there is ultimately a solution. I'm really excited to share that solution with you in Marriage Centered Money, which will be out in just a couple of weeks. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Money and Marriage Podcast. If you want to learn more, you can access my favorite money exercise for free if you head to paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Again, that's paysetterplanning.com slash money and marriage. Get your access today and I'll see you next time.